0: Welcome to the Limitless Wrestling Podcast, the official podcast for your favorite indie promotion of all time, that being Maine's own Limitless Wrestling. My name is Josh Nason. On this week's show, what else are we going to talk about? Force of Nature just happened on Saturday. This past Saturday, as we're uh, recording this on a Wednesday afternoon, it's Christmas week coming up, big week, big weekend. And join me as always, the man who, even without power, he's always electric it's randy carver randy say hi to the fine people oh man
1: it has been a couple days without power josh but uh we got electricity back uh we're rolling through and coming off a great weekend being back in yarmouth uh, it felt awesome to be back with the people in the limitless faithful uh josh how you doing
0: today things are good you Got uh, holidays coming up christmas on uh, on monday from what the calendar says looking at a stack of boxes that somehow have to get wrapped i don't know by who i guess by me but um, yeah we're uh we're we're on the road to uh on the road to christmas the the big uh big show of the year so you lost power on monday as did a lot of people in uh maine and new hampshire due to this uh massive like nor'easter that came through i uh a lot of people got you know flooded basements around here i think everyone seemingly like got hit in in somewhere or another. we didn't lose power or anything my metal flagpole snapped in half but other than that i mean i had uh there's a restaurant down the street their whole like um they have an outdoor area and their whole canopy was like completely, completely in the driveway, like had blown over. Uh, it was uh, it was pretty much a mess. But yeah, you lost power for a couple of days, huh?
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was rough. Uh, it was just like a massive windstorm. It reminded me of a few years ago. Um, and we had talked about this on the pod way back then. But uh, there was like a five day stretch, I think, leading up to a show in Portland where um, a majority of like the central and southern main area was without a power and uh, as of wednesday morning we're powered up uh heats on and uh, everything's good down here in uh central Maine.
0: you ready for christmas i am
1: i am i'm happy to say that uh five days out as we record this i've got like i would say 80 to 90 percent of my shopping done which right. uh is not too bad i did a lot online so i'm gonna <laughs> i'm gonna probably hoof it this weekend and finish up the rest of it but uh i got ahead of it a little bit this year how about you josh
0: yeah i think uh i think we're in pretty good shape did you do the majority of your shopping like pwts and things like that or
1: no no i uh <laughs> I, I actually scoped around a lot of different like sites this year that i'm i am have not typically ordered from in the past just took some risks i guess but uh paid off i got some i got some awesome stuff online i'm pretty happy with the shopping this year
0: without spoiling anything uh, did you buy a lot of wrestling themed gifts, or are you uh, you know kind of the regular stuff like all the other Ham and Eggers?
1: Oh no, I get uh, I get regular stuff like suited to the people I'm buying for. I did get a couple. Uh, a couple friends are getting some wrestling related gifts that are mm. uh, a little little more off the wall. I'm I'm not always a serious <laughs> gift buyer, but uh, I like <laughs> to make people laugh and and also get some cool shit. But good stuff. Uh, a couple in there, but it's 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 not really wrestling related.
0: Good. Well we going to talk about friends in just a minute. Friends no more as we recap force of nature, which of course is available on IWTV.com and you can check out, obviously if you're subscribed there, check out the whole show up there in full living color. And this is the last one the Show of the year. And we're going to look ahead to January 20th already 2024. It is pretty crazy. Saturday, January 20th end of beginning. We'll talk about that after we do the recap of force of nature, but uh, overall, uh randy we had uh another sellout house in yarmouth maine big uh big crowd great crowd not just saying that you and i were talking before they were lively into the action the whole night and the in-ring action gave them a reason to be this is overall a really great show to uh uh, i almost said cancel off the year but uh finish off the year rather
1: yeah i loved it top to bottom uh i think it is one of the best shows of the year i haven't like and this will probably be something we have to do in the next week or so. But uh, as we comb through the uh, award categories and the nominees for the categories, we're going to have to figure out what the show of the year ends up being. But this one felt great top to bottom. Uh, the debuts hit. The returns hit. There are big moments, big matches on this show. A little bit of everything. I think I saw a tweet go out there when the, the replay dropped on IWTV a couple of days ago. And I've actually not, with the power situation, I have not had a chance to sit and watch this again, top to bottom, and uh, just live it one more time. But there was uh, there was a proposal. There was, of course, uh, a betraying of a 10-plus year friendship, and there was attempted arson. So uh, a little bit of everything on these shows, and uh, you got a fun night ahead of you. But this was a blast, uh, top to bottom, an emotional roller coaster at times, and uh, definitely uh, a show that I was happy to close out the year with.
0: Yeah, that was a uh, a tweet from Harry Aaron who did that, and it's actually the title I stole it. Give him credit for for the uh, recap of the show, which just got posted. Uh, it's available on LimitlessWrestling.com slash news. I just did my full recap, kind of my opinion on the show and and re- results of the matches and and all the good stuff. And yeah, well, instead of going, we'll go through match by match. But I mean, let's start with kind of the big news right from the top because these two guys are friends of yours. And apparently they're friends no more. They're a tag team no more after what? Nine years together. MSP, the former main state posse of uh, the two remaining members, Aiden Agro and Danger Kid are no longer after, uh, just a, you know, a a loss, a hard fought loss. in that two out of three falls match to above the rest. We'll get in the details of that in a minute, but you know, the four guys hugged it out, ended the feud and then, uh, Danger kid and aggro hugging in the ring and just kind of staying there. And all of a sudden aggro slips down and low blows DK right in the balls and then takes the mic and he just rips on this guy and, and just, you know, kind of gives him the business and essentially at the end of the day challenges him, uh, kicked him (laughs) and then challenged him to a one-on-one match on January 20th, where if danger kid loses, he has to leave limitless forever. And then decided to give him a, a running knee strike on the way out. And, you know, Danny, danger Kid eventually came to his kind of came to, and I, you know, didn't answer the challenge. Just, you know, tears in his eyes, completely stunned. I ended up walking out the front door. This is a shocking scene. I know these two guys are friends of yours. It was all over limitless Twitter fans, shocked uh, other teams, shocked, uh, checking in everyone from, uh, I think uh, uh, Bronson uh, Bear Bronson had checked in, and and I think Trayvon from Waves and Curls. I mean, this this had repercussions way beyond kind of the fans that were just there. This is a a shocking moment, and I mean, as we sit a few days later, what are your thoughts on this?
1: I think it's still just surreal because I have never pictured one without the other in the grand scheme of Limitless in the grand scheme of anything that we do, wrestling related, friendship related. Um, I don't know. I mean, they've just – it's been a united front, and I feel like – and obviously this was not felt from Jossie's or Agro's side of things, but uh, it it felt like we had both guys kind of rowing in the same motion, the boat going in the right direction more often than not. And I definitely think that there was – a few years ago they were hungry and they wanted more and i think you, you go through that time and i think any wrestler does of just trying to decipher like am i am i doing everything that i can am i is what i'm presenting right now the right stick like what do i have to do to take it to the next level to make myself more money to get a contract to get on tv whatever it might be and we saw that with msp in real time that was, a, you know, they had a a massive gear change as a unit, as a brand. I think that they ended up back in a similar place where they were. And it's just like, all right, like why, you know, you got to have some introspective at that point. Why isn't this working or getting to the level that we wanted to get to? And uh, we heard a lot from Agro. I think maybe uh, we should plug that in here a little bit in pieces of exactly what he had to say to Danger Kid. and. It leaves us to where we're at with this, which is just for me, it's just it's crazy.
0: Yeah, let's listen to that right now. Tell me the same shit I have heard for the past nine years. He's been a kid, ditz
1: kid. Newsflash! No I've been carrying that sack of shit on my back for the entire time.
0: Come on! My God! This is how it's, it's gonna go, Danny. You fucking hear me now? Yeah, yeah. You hear know me? Out, them, right. This is how it's gonna go. Oh, you. If we aren't the top tag
1: team in limitless wrestling, we are not going to be a tag team.
0: Oh. I can't, can't believe. It. I... I like not the way. January 20th.
1: January 20th,
0: all of oh, MSB is going to be in the
1: building, damn it. It's going to be me versus you.
0: It's been a very long time. And <laughs> i tell you what, Danny, after I win that match, I'm, oh damn, am I going
1: to win that match? You will never come back to limitless wrestling.
0: Ever. Ever. Yeah, we, we are hearing ever yeah it was uh the thing in hearing that when when he was saying the it, it there was and even you know his uh aggro's presence on social media afterward there's no um like there's no going back like there's no hesitation with this there's no like uh you know a, a friend and 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 something like this for nine years and he's just kind of like he's out celebrating like he's just out you know antagonizing fans that are mm-hmm. asking him why this is a this is a complete 180 i think that's one of the most surprising things Is sometimes when you team you know teams split up and you know things just end you know that that those things do happen but the way that he did it and the way that he uh just is so callous about this whole thing just throwing away his friendship i imagine that's gonna that's the thing that's probably gonna hurt the most you know and i i I can tell it in your voice that you're shocked i know fans are still trying to assess this and and i mean we still don't know if this thing's going to be official for january 20th at least as of right now because i haven't seen too much publicly from uh from uh from danger kid although he's saying obviously you know we're not taking bookings as a tag team anymore and that was you know shocking and just this whole thing is just so crazy, man. It's so wild. And you guys you you're like really good friends with these guys. I can't imagine what it's like for you.
1: And it's such a big decision like it goes goes beyond just the scope of Limitless and and them as a team here. It goes so deep because this has been the presentation for these guys as wrestlers forever. Their entire career. And now you're saying, "Okay, I'm, you know, I'm I'm cutting off this person who i I take all these trips with and do these drives and these flights and spend all this time and and cultivate this team and this brand together that we've you know fucked 10 years man uh taken all over the place
0: crazy stuff so we'll talk more about this let's actually run through the show uh kicked off with a limitless wrestling match of the year candidate easily and this is a Ag. This is why it's good a good idea to not make your end of the year list until actually all the shows are done because stuff like this happens and also other matches on this card as well. Anthony Green uh, defeating TJ Crawford. So Ag coming out and you know saying hi, you know doing his uh, his intro to the uh, to the good people at uh, at Yarmouth again. First time he's seen them in well over a year. People are happy to see him and he was into it and then uh, basically wanted to give a, a glimpse into what 2024 is like. And that was the uh, returning T.J. Crawford. I say returning, returning to Limitless. But this guy has not been in front of a Limitless live crowd yet. He competed during, what, the the closed taping era and then also on the road. But as far as I I, I remember, this is his first time actually with fans in front of him. And these two guys gave the fans a hell of a show. This was, uh, I think, about 20-plus minutes. And... I can't really do it justice. This was uh, just both these guys just move after move after move and trying to get one up on each other and could not finish each other off. This was a, a pretty incredible display. And uh, in the end, A.G. picking up the win. Off, try and remember the sequence. It was a uh, basically a springboard cutter, basically uh, pulling Crawford into the ring and uh, giving hitting him a hit cutter, picked him up, essentially suplexed him right into the corner, and then hit his uh, alternative ending, which is kind of like you know Storm Zero. Uh, pile driver and got the pin. Fans immediately to their feet. They were into this. This was a fantastic, fantastic match. It's a shame we won't get to see AG uh, for you know for quite some time, in uh, in Limitless to his uh, Jap- Japan commitments. But I'm assuming we're going to see TJ Crawford. Uh, I-, I would hope quite a bit in the future. I think both these guys came out even better after this, which is crazy when you think uh, about AG. But it was uh, this was a sensational match. I can't say enough about it.
1: Yeah, dude. I mean, give it up for TJ and AG. Uh, TJ on short notice, picking up this match, getting an opportunity against AG. And as we spoke about, there were there were a number of outcomes that this match could have turned out to be, but uh, I'm very happy TJ finally getting a chance to show up and show out for the Limitless Faithful in person. I think his last appearance was uh, April of 21 against Tyree Taylor. Um, so it had been... A couple years at that and a majority of his limitless work or even let's wrestle in general was all closed taping stuff. So uh especially he's picking up steam right now on the indies and uh you know, we can see why with a match like that against Anthony and AG uh showing up only one show of the year and a match of the year candidate for sure, I would say, on a lot of people's ballot there. But uh, picking up the win in style, and then uh, I think saying what was on everybody's mind at the end of that match, we want to see more TJ Crawford and Limitless.
0: And also, uh, it was a big night for AG overall, because based on the line that I saw, uh, especially during intermission and uh, in beforehand, the toy drive was a huge success.
1: Oh, dude, that was, that was a hit, and uh, we appreciate everybody bringing in some toys, a lot of wrestling toys making their way in, which was awesome to see. A lot of cool stuff, too, so uh, I think some kids locally are going to be happy. Those are going uh, directly to the Yarmouth, Portland, South Portland area. So uh, happy to get some toys out to the kids uh, and, and have an impact locally. A.G., uh, a busy weekend with the toy drive. He did one on Saturday, one on Sunday for Toys for Tots in Massachusetts. So uh, he was running the roads and uh, making some kids happy for Christmas this year.
0: That leads us to JT Dunn taking on Ricky Smokes. We did not mention this. Uh, we knew well. We knew Ricky Smokes was going to be on the card. However, Smokes subbed in for Aaron Rourke, who was unable to perform on Saturday. What happened there?
1: Yeah, this was super last minute, uh, something that was brought to our attention late Thursday night, and Ricky getting the nod in that spot, ironically taking it from his former uh, partner Aaron Rourke, but mm. Rourke was just not cleared to compete. You don't want to go out there uh, not at 100% injure yourself worse than you might be already and then uh, put yourself in jeopardy for the new year. So Smokes, right place, right time on this night to get an opportunity with JT Dunn. And it had to be sweet. You know, I, I think Ricky, and you could hear what he said in the ring, I mean, from the start, he kind of felt like he had earned that opportunity to be in there with JT Dunn, not Aaron Rourke. So uh, to get that opportunity from Rourke had to be sweet for Smokes, but he wasn't able to take it home on this night because... You got a motivated JT Dunn in there, and then on top of that, you want to talk some smack ahead of it. Uh, I think that just enraged Dunn, and uh, he was able to feed a death by elbow to Smokes in the side of his head to get the win.
0: Yeah, uh, couldn't have said it better myself. Smokes had this, uh, you know, scathing promo before the match, and Dunn basically just kind of blew it off. And yeah, Venture picked up the win with a uh, what I call a very uniquely angled uh, death by elbow, but yeah, hitting like essentially at the back of his head just based on the angle completely knocked smokes out and then this was uh this was done done picking up a second straight win and uh Ricky smokes uh, still looking to get in that winner's circle as a singles wrestler and done making the motion for the championship belt and we'll talk more about that situation as we get to near the end of the card and that led into an interesting little crossover between Ava Everett and Ricky smokes. Ricky's trying to make his way to the back. He is uh completely just dazed and Ava Everett comes out with uh, LSG, the cosmic cuties, I believe is what they're called. And and so Smokes and so, you know, going in this, there was a kind of a big question of how Ava would interact with Ricky Smokes and and Aaron Rourke, who are supposed to be both on this show. But Ava paid Ricky Smokes no mind, just walked right past him. And seemingly, you know, she she had a quite a few things to say in the ring afterward. To uh to the Yarmouth faithful who did zero point zero percent interest in hearing it, they were just like they they did not we're not happy to see Ava back. Put it that way, but she uh, essentially the the art era is over, and she introduced her uh, new love interest in the debuting LSG in terms of uh Limitless Wrestling as they're about to kiss. Randy old Love Doug entered the scene, and he had some thoughts. Love Doug, always a fan fra- favorite, yeah, fan favorite rather, had the angel's wings on very big angels wings may have to purchase some of those at some point. And he decides to go over and talk to a friend who I believe was, this. is it Joseph or Andrew? I'm trying to remember the name, Michael, Michael. God, what another comedy, Michael. So he goes over and says that uh, he needs some help from Michael and Michael then turned to his left and proposed to his girlfriend. What a big surprise. What better way to pop the question? Getting help from a real life Cupid with giant wings, Randy.
1: I know love was in the air. Uh, congrats to the new couple, Michael and Melissa, uh, are now engaged. After that, and uh, love, Doug, you know he, he he knows real love when he sees it. Didn't see it in the ring, but definitely saw it at ringside, and uh, was able to hook those two up for life. And then we, we're into a tag match from there, Josh. It's just how wrestling works.
0: That's how it works. It's crazy. Yeah. So the how did so ha, let's take us a little bit behind the scenes. When did you get word that uh, he wanted to have this done?
1: I don't want to blow up his spot here, but this, I mean, this was going to happen a few months earlier if, uh, if everything went to plan and oh, it, was a, it was a totally different situation uh, set into motion for October originally, but uh, it worked out. Uh was able to have some family there as well. So it, it turned into a really nice situation for all of them, I think. But uh, yeah, I mean, we, we had been talking about that. Fuck. I think since September and uh, we're finally able to pull it off.
0: Hmm. Interesting stuff. Uh, anyway, Gabby Forza made her uh, Limitless Wrestling debut, of course, coming up her Let's Wrestle debut and uh, getting a lot of bookings here uh, in the Northeast. Got a major rise out of the crowd. The uh, crowd really loved Gabby Forza. I mean, usually, again, with newcomers and, and so on, you never kind of know, but her personality or kind of just whole, like, package, so to speak, people are definitely into. Really impressive spot, powerhouse, picking up both Aver and LSG in a fireman's carry at the same time. In the end, of course, the dastardly Cosmic Cuties picking up the win and finally sealed it with a kiss at the very end. So we now have a, a new love couple in, uh, in Limitless Wrestling, Randy, and the Cosmic Cuties, Ava Everett and LSG. How about that?
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm still so curious. I mean, there's I feel like it's been radio silence from Ava on the art front in general, and it wasn't something she wanted to talk about in the ring. Obviously, she didn't have anything to say to Ricky Smokes, walking by, breezing by with her new love, LSG. Of course, no Aaron Rourke in the house, unfortunately, but I still think there's some loose ends to be tied with that. But obviously, Ava, LSG, making themselves a hot commodity in Limitless Wrestling on night one, it's tough to make an impression on your debut. And I feel like both LSG and Gabby Forza, even in a losing effort, did so here.
0: Yeah, give me some more thoughts, I guess, on on Gabby. Obviously, a really... Uh, young talent, you know, super, super new to this business. And but she's, I mean, yeah, she's getting work a lot of places, has kind of a unique look and the whole gnome thing and and all that. Definitely someone I think we could, you know, see around and uh, you know, let's wrestle or limitless down the road and could be something we see a little bit more in 2024.
1: No, 100%. She's been popping up in let's wrestle. I mean, fuck, it's it's such a tough position to be put into. She's like under 30 matches, she's like oh, wow. super, super new. So, like. Uh, the positions that she's been put into early are pretty big and and sometimes maybe uh, what people would consider out of depth for somebody uh, of that uh, experience level. But she's knocked it out of the park, I feel like, uh, in some of these early appearances for both Let's and Limitless and uh, definitely gaining some steam around the New England area. I saw she's booked for Beyond at the end of the year and she's been doing work with Create-A-Pro uh, on the reg. So uh, I, I definitely think it's someone to keep your eyes on I mean, only with a handful of matches nominated for uh, PWI Rookie of the Year, which, you know, some people put stock into that, some people don't. But uh, I think the right people are paying attention to her journey so far, and I think it's going to be a good one.
0: Hmm. Then we had the match we've been waiting since the summer for. We finally have it. Third time is a charm. Desmond Cole taking on Ortiz of AEW's fame. And, yeah, uh, Ortiz. You know, as you mentioned, four-person request of the match came out to smooth operator and a very smooth operator doing his his dance coming out to the ring and uh, even in the ring a little bit. And Des was Des is quite impressed with the moves, and I think he was quite impressed what he saw in the ring. And Ortiz, as expected, took Cole to the limit. In the end, uh, Desmond Cole continuing his six, uh, big run and picking up a victory afterwards, as has been the case with almost nearly every veteran that he's been in the ring with. Uh, aside from likes you know channing thomas and things like that getting the verbal confirmation the verbal seal of approval uh afterward you remember two cold scorpio now we had ortiz and then promising you know uh cole that if uh he wins the limitless wrestling world title he's coming after it so we could see these guys again somewhere down the road but this was uh this was great as advertised
1: yeah i'm stoked that we finally got to put it together uh ortiz what a pro great dude great to have in the locker room and uh Happy to say I think you'll be seeing more of him in 2024. But he even said himself, like, he was, uh, I think, surprised at points at what Desmond Cole brought to the table. And uh, not that I think, like, people underestimate what this dude can do. But I still feel like Des has got, like, something to prove to people, you know, in these big deal matches. uh, And he rises to the occasion every time. We saw it with Scorpio. We saw it with Alec Price at the 8th Anniversary Show. And man, uh, it just feels like when this dude you know, gets the crowd behind him, gets the momentum rolling, nobody can really stop what Desmond Cole does. And uh, he has some awesome like because Ortiz legitimately is such a smooth operator in the ring. I think he's a joy to watch. And just some of the shit he does is like a unique mixture of old school and new school. And to see Des Cole like have these like capoeira influence reversals that he's pulling out here on Angel Ortiz and, you know, just kind of rattling him a little bit it was really cool to see and I, I think des cole can do that on a big level one day and happy to say he's doing it on our level right now and i think he's got a big 24 ahead of him
0: i i was just looking back at my notes uh some of my nascent notes i take during the show i should have mentioned this earlier during the i think this was during the right before the Dunn and smokes match um <laughs> so ricky is talking and you're kind of waiting for jt to bust through the curtain and I think at this point, who busted through the curtain was the guy that runs the American Legion because he came right over and started talking to you.
1: <laughs> yes, it was. And yeah, I, I was the commander. He was I, telling me to move my fucking SUV.
0: I was dying because I was just like watching. Because I'm just watching. I, I'm usually standing kind of by the, the front door. And, of course, you're just watching to see because you get a feel at some point, uh, JT is going to get sick of hearing Ricky run, <laughs> run his, his jaws. And, uh, and it'd just be like, I'm done with this. And the the guy, the commander from the American Legion buster walked right over to you. And he did that a couple times. All of a sudden, you see this curtain bust open and it's him coming through and coming over to talk to you. I thought that was that was pretty funny. He did it, I think, during the was it the ATR? Is either the, the, the co-main or the main event? He did it again, was like talking to you as this great match is going on in the ring. So that, that was one thing that was funny for me to watch. It was
1: something want- on the second half because that SUV had not moved yet. So <laughs> we had to have that conversation again. But great guy. Uh, eventually that will be for a run-in for him, you know, uh, but you're just gonna, he's going to do this so often that you're not going to pay attention. And then one day he's going to come in there and he's going to be the one to lay out Ricky smokes. So. Oh,
0: that, now that would be something. I think the crowd might pop pretty big for that. It'll only
1: be a payoff for me and you at this point. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's right. And our listeners as well. Now they're in on the, on the joke. Ah, uh, but yeah, Des, uh, and Des will talk more about him in a minute. Cause he would have a, a big role to play after the main event night. Of course we talked about earlier, uh, above the rest, taking on MSP two out of three falls again, uh, nearly a year. These two guys have been feuding in the rings of uh, Limitless Wrestling. ATR picking up the win, winning it two falls to one. Uh, MSP picking up the first fall after the the drip drop off the top rope. Uh, I cannot remember how ATR got the second win or the second fall, but the third one, this was crazy. This thing went all over the place, and in a kind of callback to the second match. Aggro and Tristan Ty uh battled through the uh the crowd near the front door, close to where I was standing. And this one of your security guys just told people, You gotta get out of the way now. And people just cleared out. And it's good they did clear out because Tristan Ty took a tumble onto the chairs and then in a, a uh roller reversal was able to get. If you remember, Tristan Ty was actually uh, thrown out of the building, I believe, in the second match. Uh Trist, uh agro was actually shut out of the ambets. vets Tristan Ty held the doors agro couldn't get in and agro took off trying to find a different way to get back in the the building and you know, allowed some uh some two-on-one action on danger kid but yeah it looked like you know this third fall was super competitive the whole match is super competitive this really went back and forth and back and forth and looked like MSB was going to get the win over uh pick up the win after another drip drop but then uh atr was able to pull it out and got the pin on danger kid to end the series and the match and these two guys again showed respect and and hugged it out we talked about the you know the shocking betrayal and we'll see what that ends up on uh, on january 20th but uh the big thing and we can't let it overshadow what happened in the match atr is the is the top team in limitless wrestling there is no doubt they have been here for uh a, a year plus and have been kind of working toward this position they beat everyone uh, except for, i think one loss along the way but they are uh i mean you think back to like that that um that social media war with the workhorsemen and how that took took care and how that happened in Lamos wrestling and how they were able to do that and then you know they, they took that loss to msp and they came back and they won the series and now i don't think there's any doubt that the best team in the in the company
1: yeah, and it's uh, it's been a fight to get to this position, and I think there were definitely detractors along the way that I don't think thought they would, and they've just proved everybody wrong along the way. I mean, you got to be you got to you got to be proud of these guys in a sense of just being able to overcome. Because uh, I, I don't think anybody picked them in the long run against MSP. I think dating back to that workhorseman match, you can say the same. And much like their compadre Dez Cole, they run in the same circles. Uh, they're able to weather the storm and and be there, you know, in, in the thick of it when uh, when everybody else has fallen maybe by the wayside. So to be able to, to get to this point, pull it off. And uh, I think it's very telling that the, the people, uh, they respect it. You know, they, they have the people's respect. They have their love. And uh, to get to this point through everything that they've gone through, to be the top team here, have that respect. And then be looking down and saying what's next. uh, That's an incredible point to get to in the limitless wrestling tag division. So you got to take your hats off to them. There are pieces of this match that feel like an absolute blur because (laughs) of what happened at the end, but uh, it was very, very competitive. Uh, We we don't do a lot of two out of three falls matches because I I think the toll that they take out of the wrestlers involved, uh, you can just see it as the match is going on and, Sometimes they turn into a slog. This one seemed to get more exciting as it went on. So uh, I'm excited to strap in and watch this one back myself.
0: Yep. Yeah, uh definitely. This was uh yeah, that third fall especially was uh really intense. And the fans were fans had no idea how this was gonna go. They were they were split as we had talked about, and you know, I, maybe that started to kind of wear it aggro. I'm I'm wondering, and maybe we'll find this out someday when this uh when this turn in his mind. Start happening, you know, say they had won. You know, would, would this still have, have happened this way? Is this something he's been harboring inside for a long time? Uh, with you know, the fans did that get to him, so I'm very interested to hear, hear what aggro has to say about this in the future, the extent that he'll actually talk about. It. So we'll, uh, we'll see. But yeah, in the end, ATR pick up the win, and yeah, very interested to see what's next for them in uh, in limitless Wrestling in 2024. But when uh, when it happens. You know, they're the top dogs. Now the, the the rest of the tag team division has to go through them, and that's a, a lofty place to be. Then we go to the main event, the Limitless Wrestling World title on line, Channing Thomas with Sidney Bacabella, uh, defeating Ace Romero, what turned out to be an anything-goes match. Channing picking up his first title defense in Yarmouth, his second overall. And early on, Randy, these two guys tried to get one over not only on you, but the fans. Of limitless wrestling they're waiting for the main event and channing attacks ace with a steel chair before the match and busts him open lays him out and all of a sudden you know nate speckman uh as referees are, are apt to do says the ace is in no no shape to compete he can't do anything and so this match is a no contest and people were not happy with that and of course you know Channing thomas and sydney Bacabell were thrilled with this taking off about to leave and like a creature rising from the deep Acer Romero gets up and only the only way that he can, uh, essentially said, there's no way it's going down like this. And he challenged Thomas to an anything goes match instead. And they looked at you and you told him to get in the ring and, and you made it happen and we went, anything goes. And this was uh definitely an anything goes match. Uh, and I going to give chain credit. He's been in these, you know, people don't really may see him as more of a, a pretty boy type, you're not, not one guy to kind of muck it up and get in these, uh, these hardcore matches, but he's been in a couple of them, including one in Herman Maine with uh, Alexander Lee. And he, at one point did a a leap onto a seated Romero uh, with a springboard top rope dive, which was pretty incredible. He got some major air at that point Uh, clip. You can see uh, on Twitter. And of course, uh, if you watch the show and then uh, ACE brought in a a door and it propped in the corner at one point, Sidney uh, Bacabella poured lighter fluid, not only on the door, but on Ace Romero himself and was threatening to light everything on fire. And then somehow Ace was able to get the, uh, the lighter away to prevent that. And Ace, he put Channing through the door, hit his, uh, his, his spike pile driver, and was about to get the win. And these fans are ready to explode. And then Sydney Bacabella grabs Nate Speckman and pulls him out of the ring just as he's about to count three. People would, I you know, it's a holiday season; they're ready to beat the shit (laughs) out of Sydney Bacabella for this screw job. He ran around Tom uh, 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 Ace, rather chased after Sydney, got him in the ring, took off his wig, uh, much to everyone's uh, uh, delight. But Channing Thomas took advantage and was able to secure the victory, get the pin. And we'll talk about that. Well, let's talk about that before I move on to what happened after. This was a, I mean, th- this was a crazy match. And again, <laughs> Ace had this thing won, if only not for Sydney Vacabella pulling Nate Speckman out of the ring, which he was allowed to do because anything goes rules. We almost had a, another two time limitless champion, but it was not to be. And somehow, you know, give Cheney Thomas. He uh, he picked up the win, and, and we'll see what's next for him. We'll talk more about with him for in a second. But your thoughts on the match before we go with, uh, with Else?
1: This was hectic, dude. I mean, fatal flaw from the start from Channing and Sydney leaving that championship in the ring. Because I I think uh, their plan would have worked to perfection, and they'd be out the door heading back to Dallas with the championship, if not for leaving that in the ring and giving Ace a reason to have them come back. So uh, they were in a tough spot. Ace had the gold challenge out there, and uh, it was happening, man. If Channing wanted the belt, he was going to have to go through Ace to get it, and that he did, man. Uh, They were going to set this dude on fire like you said. I'm like we're about to lose this building right now. But uh <laughs> dude, it's just chaos, man, and that's that's where Ace I think thrives best and we've obviously seen in these couple situations this year that Channing's able to swim with the sharks in this kind of capacity. Like you, know, you love it or hate it. Uh and <laughs> I saw Harry was killing me with the hilarious tweets uh, after this show. Uh Channing Thomas wanting to bring prestige and honor back to the limitless championship. Sydney Bacabella, lighter fluid. Like uh, what are we doing here, guys? But uh, by hook or by crook, able to get it done, brass snucks to the side of the chin, we'll do that for you. And Channing Thomas leaving Ace Romero a bloody mess, walking out with the championship. So,
0: afterward, uh, Desmond Cole comes out to the ring and he's calling his shot. And he called the shot at the last show, but he wanted to get in Channing's face and he wanted to call him next. So, Channing uh, ends up laying him out. And then JT Dunn comes to make the save, former. Um, uh, opponent, of course, in the VLC of uh, Desmond Cole. And then JT grabs a mic and does kind of a uh, basically kind of explains the whole situation. And, and the TLDR of it is this that he feels it should be a three way for the Limitless World title at January 20th, that both of them have earned their shot. And uh, Channing, I don't really think had a, much of a say in that, Channing or, or Sydney. I don't know uh, how thrilled they were about this situation. But yeah, I mean, JT essentially kind of laying it out and these guys are going to be uh, obviously have a common enemy in Cheney Thomas. However, you know both those guys are, are going to be trying to go for this title. I, you know, Des was, I think, uh, hesitant uh, of JT Dunn given his uh, his past in Limitless Wrestling, but we, uh, apparently we're going to see this a three way for the world title on January twentieth. Chammy Thomas versus JT Dunn versus Desmond Cole. This should be uh, this should be something.
1: I'm sure he was hesitant after getting inadvertently creamed with a fucking death by elbow from JT Dunn, cocked and loaded. And, uh, of course, missing his target, Channing Thomas, and then getting directly pushed right into Desmond Cole by world class. But, I mean, JT had a lot to get off his chest. We actually have not heard much from JT since his return, and that was against Desmond Cole at the Vacation Land Cup when that match with Ortiz was originally supposed to take place. And on that night, JT... uh, as he was known to do, but it wasn't a regular thing. Putting his stamp of approval on someone meant a lot in Limitless Wrestling throughout the years, and Desmond Cole getting that stamp of approval at the Vacationland Cup. JT said, go win that cup, and if Des Cole goes and wins that cup, we're not in this scenario right now with Channing Thomas as a Limitless Wrestling world champion, and a little bit of a point of contention there with Dunn and Cole, but uh, I think they're two guys fighting a similar fight, and on January 20th, uh, in a multi-person match where the title has changed hands seemingly a lot recently, Channing's going to put it on the line against both Dez Cole and JT Dunn. So that that will be a spectacle along with uh, what else we've got on that card, which I think we're going to dive into here in a moment.
0: Yeah, so that puts a wrap on 2023 Force of Nature. It's crazy some of these names, these shows. Actually portend what is happening in in the world at the time. So force of nature, you have the show. And then Tuesdays later, we literally have a force of nature in the state. and You you lose your power along with a lot of other people. End of beginning January 20th, 2024. Yarmouth, Maine, the Yarmouth, Maine, and Vets Arena, as I call it. So, so far, we have a few matches announced for the show. Of course, I just mentioned the, uh, so it's official. The triple threat for the Limitless Wrestling World title, Channing Thomas versus JT Dunn versus Desmond Cole. But then also, Randy, announced uh, just in the past day or so, Hammerstone, the former MLW champion, making his return to Limitless Wrestling. How about that?
1: Yeah, Hammerstone, uh, now a free agent as 2024 kicks in. So uh, you'll be seeing him maybe a lot more on the indie scene or uh, maybe on your television screen very soon. Who knows? But yeah, it's been a hot minute since Hammerstone's been in a limitless ring and uh, happy that we're catching it at the right time to get him back.
0: That's right. Yeah, so it'll be a a big match for him. Looking forward to seeing what's going on, and we'll have uh, more matches in the weeks ahead, huh?
1: Yeah, uh, we got a ton to talk about, and probably I would say next week, but uh, by the end of this month, we're going to have plenty to talk about with this card. And, of course, tickets. By the time you listen to this, probably already on sale, but Thursday, December 21st, 7 p.m., they're hitting the website, LimitlessWrestling.com.
0: All right, and then, of course, we can't forget Let's Wrestle coming up in uh, in January 12th in Fairfield, Maine. Steel Cage Showdown, Randy. Uh, front row sold out. General Mission available, $15. Anything you want to say about this show?
1: Yeah, I'm pumped to be in Fairfield. Uh, first time for us promoting an event in Fairfield for either Limitless or Let's Wrestle. Uh, that's a venue, the Fairfield Community Center, where uh, myself, Eric Greenleaf, Danger Kid, Agro, got a lot of our first reps when we started to get going in wrestling, so uh it's a it's a building an area that means a lot to us we actually have a lot of students who are from that area as well so uh it's always cool when uh you can have students be able to wrestle kind of in their backyard so to speak but uh a big lineup here and uh it's only going to get bigger in the weeks to come but a steel cage showdown of course main event let's wrestle championship to finally put this situation to rest victorious brg going one-on-one with eric johnson uh, the blow up of the Lovecraft family is going to continue as Levi Spade is set to go one-on-one with Dylan Nix. Uh, we've got the cure Lucas chase out of the Dustin Rhodes Academy, making his return to let's wrestle a game. Joseph Alexander will be in the house and a lot more coming as well.
0: Yeah. So, uh, yeah. What Fairfield, Maine, uh, about an hour or so from, uh, from the indoor yard sale. So yeah, close to Waterville area if you're, uh, traveling up. So yeah, should, uh, should be a good show. Coming up in January, I'm glad you mentioned Eric Greenleaf. I need to add one note here. During the Ortiz match, I mean, Eric Greenleaf kept getting tricked by Ortiz, putting his hands over his eyes, and I mean, what what's going on? With this guy is right? it's a it's seasoned official, and he's getting uh, fooled by these uh, these tricks by Ortiz. How could he?
1: Are you that surprised?
0: Um, with maybe not.
1: subjected hand here. <laughs>
0: <laughs> maybe not. Maybe I not. love
1: Greenleaf. I love him, but uh, you know, I. Ortiz, he is what he says, a smooth operator. And he had Greenley fumbling at his shoelaces.
0: I guess so. I guess so. You look in those eyes and you just get lost in the moment. I can I can tell that. Anyway, so obviously you can watch uh Force of Nature and all these past limitless shows on uh IWTV, of course, and PMC Channel 5, 8:30 p.m. in Portland and Greater Westbrook on Fridays. Got some new recent stuff coming up there. Of course, the Mojo at the Dojo Series, you can watch Let's Wrestle, of course, on IWTV, but the future stars in Let's Wrestle and perhaps Limitless, Limitless yeah, Limitless Wrestling, easy for me to say, at Mojo in the Dojo. You can watch those on IWTV, YouTube, Facebook, and, and so on and so forth. Of course, social media, LW Main on Twitter, Limitless Wrestling on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, Let's Wrestle 207 on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Randy underscore Carver LW, Josh Nason on Twitter and of course Lennox wrestling for your ticket and merchandise needs which concludes uh end of beginning for uh Saturday January 20th the last Wrestle show we just talked about and Randy uh we so you and I have to still do some business we have a uh, year-end awards coming up.
1: Yeah, I think we got to hit those probably next week to at least uh present the categories and the nominees.
0: Yes, I would say so. Yeah, now that the uh, the season the uh, year has wrapped so yeah, get a chance. This is going to be uh as always. It's going to be some some tough competition for these uh, you know, Match of the Year and Wrestler of the Year and all this stuff. It's always tough because you can make arguments for everyone. It's a sign of a good year.
1: I actually think it's, it's going to be one of the tougher years in terms of the categories that we present just because there's been so much uh, fluidity within the roster and so much to choose from, I feel like, this year where uh, there aren't those runaway category winners like there have been in years past. At least it feels that way.
0: Sure. Yep. Yeah, it should be uh, interesting as always, and we'll be here to talk about it with you on Limitless Wrestling Podcast. So, for Randy Carver, I'm Josh Nason. Have a Merry Christmas if you celebrate. If not, happy holidays. Stay safe. Until next time, be limitless.